and welcome back to the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, this week, I'm very excited to be bringing um, this to you, mainly because I have my main man with me, Matthew Ferguson. Now, Matthew, just to explain to you, he is my go-to for styles, advice, giggles. Also, <laughs> Matthew makes the most gorgeous cocktails and my favourite is his taste in fashion. Um, Matthew is very particular on what looks good but most of all I tell you what I am fascinated by is he has this height of distaste for kale and chrysanthemum welcome absolutely thank you very much so good to be here so good to have you be had by you thank you so much well thanks for joining us no worries so we're going to tell you what Matthew and I are going to do today we are going to be looking at four categories and we're going to pick our two most favorite things from those categories um, so the first one will be love songs. Second will be fashion trends, both past and present, if that's what we're choosing. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Stan, Binge. So what's our most favourite thing that we're, we're binging on at the moment? But also what is that, what have been our most positive experiences in lockdown 2.0? So true to form, my partner in crime also, when I think we're known as the dynamic duo, um, <laughs> We'll be putting our um, top two experiences or recommendations or even both um, together. And first tab off the rank will be our top two favourite songs. So let me just introduce to a little bit of this, what I mean by favourite songs. We're talking love songs, people. We're talking the stuff, <laughs> stuff with the big heart. So by definition... A love song is a lyrical, musical, or poetic expression of romantic love. First known use of the word of the term love song in the meaning, it was back in the 14th century. So we looked at um, timeout.com's top yep. 50 best love songs. And just to let you, just to give you an idea what we're looking at, the top five they came up with was the magic, This Magic Moment by The Drifters, which can I say, Matthew, do not slap me. I've never heard of that song. No, neither have I. I didn't know really? it either. Yeah, no. Well, like, I, I know my music I... pretty well and I was like, eh? Yeah, like I heard of The Drifters, but I was like, what's yeah. that magic moment to be number one yeah. on the list? You know, because number two, we all know Unchained Melody, right? Yes, yep. And we had Stand By Me, everyone knows yep. that. At last, Edda James. Yep. And Let's Stay Together. Yeah. So... I knew of that. Four out of five have been a a, waltz, a well, wedding. If you look at the top twenty, not one of them's from the last bloody thirty years. What does that say? I thought I was thinking about that, right? And and it was yeah, really yeah, part of my part of what I was like. I think this these are the songs that we look at our grandparents or our parents when they dance to. So our concepts of love look uh, are based on how we see our parents and grandparents, not things that we actually love and how we love each other. Because they're all old songs. They are all old songs. And they've, but and do you think it's also because it was from a time where, you know, romance was just, it was different to what Yeah, probably. And that sort of really um, almost uh, patriarchal sense of romance of, like, a man has to court a woman and all the rest of it, which, you know, being a gay man, that's a bloody hard job. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know... Uh, <laughs> And so those those notions of, of really sort of heteronormative romance and heteronormative love really came through in that list, I think. Um, can I give you my top two? Yeah, go for it. My I top two wait. were in the top five because I'm that 
you know, person. Um, Unchained Melody, I just love that song by yeah. the Righteous Brothers. Um, and Eda Jones at last. I mean, Eda oh, Jones, like, Eda give me Jones. a big, uh, big song sung by a fabulous woman. And I'm just there. And this is on. Um, I actually have a, a playlist that I've put together. Um, oh, nice. And it's called Matthew's Gal Pals. And it's yep. like some of my favorite female singers, and there's some of my favorite songs by them. And she's on that list. So they're my two. They see, I maybe there's something wrong with the way I view love. Do you know what my two were <laughs> list of top 50? I chose um, Love Hangover by Diana Ross. No, oh. <laughs> 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 because it's on my Spotify repeat list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously I know, a lot yeah, but it gets better. Um, okay, so what well, wasn't on the list, which is a good thing, but in terms of like, I don't, I just don't think I'm a romantic person. Yeah, look, I'm not either. So yeah, but you chose beautiful songs. I mean, but they're beautiful songs love- alone. You take out the romance, and they're just lovely songs, well <laughs> sung, good melodies, you know, all that sort of shit. I love music, so well, that's okay. So then I looked at. Um, I thought if they had the song in there, I used to love that song, you know, um, I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a cream for that. that. Don't worry, it's a cream for that. Yeah, but guess, but the problem with that song was like this guy who once wanted to date me sang it to my friend. Do you know I fell asleep? <laughs> while he was... <laughs> you got me fell asleep whilst being serenaded. Oh, that's just beautiful. He must have felt so good about himself after that. <laughs> Later, I woke up because I could hear this yelling down my phone. Mal, Mal. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what I was disappointed about? Jolene didn't make the top ten. You know, and I think yeah, um, Jolene not in the top fifty. No, I didn't even think it was in the top fifty. No, was wasn't at all. And you know, Jolene is, a, is an absolute love song. Like you know, a woman oh, telling another I'm... woman to piss off and leave her man alone. And I love that. I do my second song. Okay, for yeah, I don't know. Look, I put "Hello" by Lionel Richie. <laughs> 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 because it's gotten me out of trouble so many times. Like when I've dated a guy. Just imagine you wandering around a club going, "Hello, is it me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it me looking for?" Exactly. Well, that's what I do. So when they've got the shits with me and, and I know that I haven't responded and I see my phone and I've got an opportunity to talk, I'll answer with, hello, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> and it has got me out of trouble. I love it. So many times. It's unbelievable. Love it. <laughs> so look, if we, if we look at our love songs, yeah, you've chosen really beautiful, you know, loves. I think... I think I've kind of, I need a little bit of work on how I see love, perhaps. Oh, see, the other thing as well is, um, I come from a, a family of singers, and um, I'm, uh, I'm not a great singer, particularly. I mean, I, I can I can carry a tune in a bucket, yep. provided a said bucket. Um, uh-huh. And they're two songs I love to sing, because they're just beautiful songs to, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. actually get your voice into. Um, but... Uh, yeah, as far as being a romantic, speak to both my ex-husbands. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? You'll have to say, I, I want to hear you sing one day, actually. Now I'm really keen. And and you know what? I, I swear I would never fall asleep on you singing to me. You better no. not. I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back to you with, um, what have we got? Fashion trends and... We, we looked at the 80s, didn't we? We, we did. Let's narrow it down we that did. we both choose from the 80s. Yep. And we'll look at what we've been binging on um, 
on Binge. Sounds and great. Netflix and Sam. Thank you, Matthew. No You're worries. amazing. And we'll be back soon, everyone. Sounds good. Welcome back to part two of the season. What is it? I was going to say the season's mother's guide to what the hell? Too much wine. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) 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 So we're back uh, looking at our second category, which is fashion. And as I mentioned before, this dynamic duo decided we're going to look at 80s fashion. And what we're looking, what I've looked at was. Uh, Legacy Boxes website, and they put, um, and this was their top five of 80s fashion, what they said according to their top 10. I just took the first five. So the number, well, well let's work backwards for the suspense. Number five, ooh, in the crowd went, ooh. Uh, number five, leg warmers. Look, guys, I don't know about you if you remember, leg warmers actually make no sense. They're like two knitted tubes that went yeah, from your no. ankles to your knees, right? And but let's get physical, like... That's it. You know, yeah. I hear leg warmers and that's all I can see is let's get physical. <laughs> but don't you reckon with the leg warmers, though, it's one of those weird things. It's like when you... With, honestly, it is like when you see people with these big, thick jumper or ski jackets on, yeah. but then they've got shorts and thongs. Yeah, you're like, it's a- guys, it's Australia, not Arctic <laughs> Russia. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Yeah. Now, number four... Well, lacy shirts. So, and I love prints in purple rain. So yes. They're talking that, like, to me, I still wear those shirts, to be honest. I had one of those shirts. They made, made a resurgence in the early 2000s. And when I was, like, oh. I mean, I was born in the 80s. So, yep. you know, like, I was um, born in 83. So a lot of these fashions I wasn't part of initially. But the yep. resurgence I was. And I, I had a white lacy shirt in, would have been 2001 or two. And geez, yep. I looked hot, especially as a, a hairier man. <laughs> uh, you know, there's nothing like uh, Chess Terra escaping through a lacy shirt. <laughs> uh, I tell you, man of my dreams. Man of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> so the other one that I thought was interesting, though, which has, which did come back, the ripped jeans at the knees. Yeah. You know how you saw all the girls, and I used to see these funny things on Instagram where they'd show them where they'd been in the sun. With yeah. Their <laughs> <laughs> they'd take it off and they'd have these square tan marks around their knees and their legs. Yeah. It's, but it's so true. Like, apparently, well, I do remember that. Like, that all the jeans had the cutouts. But I don't think that really will ever go out because it seems to come back but just different types of cuts. Like I think it's just laziness. I think it's just our, our inherent laziness as human beings of, oh, it's ripped out. It's fine. <laughs> but people are paying a lot of money for those rips. This is the thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, but cool people don't pay money. Cool people just make it cool. And then other people who aren't cool, they go and pay money to look like the cool people. Well, that's really good. And I totally agree with that. I'll have to remember that next yeah. time I'm scouring through a fashion website trying to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> So the second, okay, number two. So not number one, the runner-up. That's it, spandex. Yeah, look, yeah. that can stay there. String leotards. Oh. <laughs> and, and the and the glam rock metal bands with the leggings. Yes. And and honestly, like I when I when I saw the G-string le- the spandex, and then I thought G-string leotards, and I instantly thought of Jane Fonda doing ro- aerobics. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. again, Olivia Newton John, as you mentioned in that um yeah. let's get physical film yeah. clip. Okay, so do we want to rip off the band-aid and let everyone what know what number one Please is? do, please do. Let's yeah. just hope it's not a spandex band-aid, otherwise that shit doesn't work. <laughs> Big hair, perms. Boom. Big perms. <laughs> That was that was number one out of the eighties. So, what did you have for your top two? So, my top two were one was perms. I loved the big hair. I just loved it. You know, the 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 bigger the hair, the closer to God. You know, (laughs) Amen, sister. I love that. You know, Um, and I think um, you know that that comes from. seeing photos of my mum and like you you look at photos of my parents and there was so, I didn't realise it was such fashion followers or trend followers, you know. They both like my dad had quite big hair. Um and if you can imagine um Ray from uh, Thirsty Merc, um yes. Lisa, that is my dad. That's what he looks like. He looks Ray's like Ray's hot from Yeah, curly Merc. hair, mo whole thing. I'll send you a photo. Please. And so but he had the flicks, the Farrah Fawcett the, the bangs. And so did yeah. my mum. My mum had the Farrah Fawcett bangs. But then in the 80s, mum's hair, Jesus Christ, she'd need clearance certificate to go through a bloody bridge. You know, it was huge. And my uncle even, my 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 straight single uncle, we wondered why he was straight for so long, he got a big perm too. Um, so I just love the perms and the big hair. And my other was shoulder pads. You know, the power, yes. the power dressing women, you know, give me a strong female lead and I am there, right? Yeah. So shoulder pads was, you know, I think it was, it's, I have two, I'm in two minds about it because it's like women feeling like they have to dress like men to be accepted in the workplace. That's bullshit. Um, but also they look bloody great. Um, oh, and, they look amazing. On, you know, like... let's let's reference nine to five. Like, I mean, how yeah. right was that movie? I don't think it was in the eighties, but God, it was good. Do you know what was good in the 80s? And this is like, because with the shoulder pads, I'm with you there. Um, we'll see. I actually was struggling a little bit. So I was like, I loved, I absolutely loved Dynasty. Or they say Dynasty. Oh, Dynasty, yes. That was the 80s. And yes. to me, that was the shoulder pad. Yes. Oh. You know, Joan Collins with a big perm. And yes. The big shoulders, the upside down. Heather Locklear. Yes. And what was the other one? What was the other one? Crystal Carrington. Who was, what was her name? Linda Evans? Yeah, that's right. I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's but... It's just brilliant. Like, there's a slap scene where um, Heather Locklear, and I can't remember who she's with, they just spend about 10 minutes slapping each other across the face. <laughs> the slap scene. It's just so good. <laughs> See, I love that. Song. So I, I kind of went like the whole... It was between two, right? Okay, so we had two. So the first one, I will say, and I owned one, and I'm proud to admit it, was my Choose Life t-shirt that, like, the one George Michael wears oh, wake yes. me up before you go, yeah. go. I had that because that was, I had one of those. And um, I think the other thing I looked at was anything that was worn by Madonna, like uh, Desperately Seeking <laughs> Susan. <laughs> I think the world has forgotten that Madonna was in Desperately Seeking Susan. <laughs> Not me. No. You're thinking of the armpits over the hair dryer. Oh. dryer. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I was really torn between that where she had, you know, her lacy tutus, her leather jackets, her wild hair, and her she even wore scrunchies, you know. Yeah. That between but see that's the difference. In the eighties you had such a contrast because you had that. Yeah. 
then I had Joan Collins, Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, those really and, sort of, you know, power sort of dressing exactly. women. Exactly. Yeah. So we're okay. So we've covered that, and I'm so happy you reminded me about the slap scene. I've never thought of it as a slap. Oh, scene. it's so good! <laughs> slap, 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 slap. Watch <laughs> it. So, which brings us now to, or shall we say, uh, three, which is binge what like I guess what we're live streaming like you know we're all in lockdown so I guess um you know there's a lot of membership spikes yeah, channels. Mm-hmm. so if I have a look at it we've, we've looked at so the best uh tv streaming services of 2021 uh basically of course I expected Netflix to be number one Stan two Disney plus three um Amazon Prime four and binge five now what I did look into was the manual and what they recommend in terms of the top five shows um, that to binge on on Netflix. Tell me sure. if you've heard of any of these, if you've watched them. So the top five were, number one, 30 Rock. Yeah. And yeah. Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah. I started that with Mum. Really? Yeah. And, any good? It's curious. Yeah, I will continue to watch it. Mum and I will watch it together, but we can't be together because of lockdown. So she's in North Med and I'm in Newtown. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, because then, then we had Breaking Bad. They had Breaking Bad. Yeah, I haven't even watched that. I haven't watched that either. The Queen's Gambit, I haven't watched it, but I've heard Everyone it. keeps telling me to watch it, and I'm just like, okay, I have other things to do. <laughs> and then Like, five. we watch the things that I watch all the time over and over and over and over again. <laughs> That's so much more important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then number five, Arrested Development. Oh, I love Arrested Development. Really? I've never seen it. You, it, it is so funny it is so funny um it is it has got some like the original series um they, they rebooted it but the original series is hilarious and um what's her name she's in it um and she just passed away and i can't believe i've forgotten her name um she plays the mother um and her character is brilliant she's just so witty and acerbic and hilarious so um yeah you've got to, you've got to give it a give it a watch but then, then on Stan, their top five, I've only heard of one. And I don't know if that's a, bad, a good thing or a bad thing. So number one was Mr. Robot. Two nah. was Made for Love. No. Nah. Three, Yellowstone. Yes. Only because I've seen it on the bus billboards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Better Call Saul. Yeah. And Search Party. So I've only heard of Yellowstone, and I think that's only because of um, the bus stops on Military Road. If they've had yeah, I haven't watched any of them. Me neither. So I watched me. a lot of Stan too. Yeah, you said why? That's why I was surprised yes. at that. I tell you what, I have been watching, and I don't know what it's on. Uh, which one? Because I've got all the apps. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Pose. Have you heard? Oh of my god! Oh, how freaking amazing! Oh, that's so good. Oh, I love it, and and it just brings back like it just makes me, you know, it's why yeah. I think that's why I've been getting so dressed up at my Zoom, yeah. like my video work calls because it yeah. just makes you want to feel that glamour again. It's look and like I, I I've had I've always had a, a very strong connection with the, the sort of the drag scene in Sydney, um, you know, and I love me a good drag show. Like last time we saw each other in actual real life person was going to see a drag show at the Imperial. How um, good was that? And the food was right? amazing. Yeah, um, we have to back. Yeah, and. Um, this, you know, one of the things I'm always on about to particularly um, uh, younger gay men and women and, and, and people part of the LGBTIQ plus community and just generally the people in, in general is, you know, drag queens are the people that 
um, really pushed for progression and for um, and for progress in our community. Um, so let's not forget that. And Pose tells their story, but it tells their story so well and so beautifully. It's yeah. such a good story. Well, and and just for the listeners, so um, basically, Pose it's it's like um, the trans community back in the eighties when you know AIDS was something that no one had really heard of it was like this fearful thing and yeah it's exactly that it's talking about how they're fighting for their rights and yeah I loved it and it's got so much glamour as well yeah. the costumes oh, oh just gorgeous and one of the one little uh, little a little piece of um uh, gay trivia for you um the acronym used to be GLBT um, mm-hmm. And we and it was changed after the eighties to LGBT because um, the lesbian community were the community that looked after the gay men when they were um, dying of HIV and AIDS, um, and they were the ones donating blood. They were the nurses caring for them. They were the ones running hospices. So out of out of respect and out of recognition for that, it was switched around and it was said that you know it's it's the LGBT you know community, which I think is a really important thing to to remember and to recognise. I think it's actually an important thing to know as mm. well. Yeah. You know, I, I think, yeah, that's that's amazing. And um, so that, I don't know, so I didn't actually put Pose on. It's only that we were talking. Yeah. I actually had um, Queen of the South. I'm hooked on that. Okay. It's about um, female Mexican <laughs> gang gang oh, <laughs> Fe- Strong female leads. There we go, I mean. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I actually have a friend and I told her to start watching it. And all of a sudden, somehow I've bought out, they said one of the main characters is Teresa. And I've bought out this, Teresa. she said, I slayed at my meeting like Teresa would. And I, was <laughs> like, I was like, oh, slow down, pilgrim. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Remember, it's yeah. a show. Um, yeah. So the other thing, and like, she's loving it. And I, like, I love it. And did you, it's actually based on um, a true story. Oh, right. So, yeah, it was, it's actually someone that was actually called Queen of the South. A female, a real life female drug lord in the Guatemalan press. Oh, I, I love it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I'm a big love. I, I obviously come from convict stock. Like that's you know because I love the, you know all of those sorts of things. You know, but do, do you know a surprising one that I'm a bit hooked on? I don't know if I'm hooked on it because it's a car crash. Or I'm hooked on it because it's good. Um, is Nine Perfect Strangers on Amazon Prime? I haven't seen this yet. People keep talking about this and a milkshake. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I just remember with this movie, like that, that um, Nine Perfect Strangers, it's Nicole Kidman and she's Russian oh. and Melissa McCarthy. And it's all like at this health retreat that they go, it's like a wellness thing, but they don't actually realise, I'll try not to say too much in case people watch it, but yeah. they they actually go there and it's like this really eerie sort of, yeah, it's like look over your shoulder stuff. It's kind of mind oh. We're going to stuff with your head sort of stuff. But look, I'm finding it's quite interesting. What have okay. you got? Oh, well, I've got, um, uh, surprisingly, um, RuPaul's Drag Race on Stan because oh. that's literally my binge on yes. everything. And, um, you know, uh, the latest season of All Stars has been such a phenomenal season for so many reasons. Normally, RuPaul, like, it's a bit of trash, um, but it's also phenomenal in the sense of the way in which the, the queens have to really, like, bring everything to the show and do it themselves but we've seen some really interesting stories of people's progression people's journeys and their life like you know usually don't hear so much about people's lives and um you know one of the queens trinity k bernay her name is and she um uh she tells a story about how um a fan 
basically said that um, she he watched one of the episodes she was in where she came out as HIV positive and um, it, it saved his life because he was about to kill himself um, because he found out he was positive. Um, and so it was a really, really interesting, really, really lovely story that he shared. Um, and look, if you haven't got into Drag Race, listeners, do. It's so much fun. My gra- I, I um, introduced my mum and my grandma into to Drag Race and we all watch it together now. And oh. um, my grandmother, like, literally spot calls drag queens wherever she sees them. She knows, like, she was, she calls me up and she goes, I was listening to, you know, so-and-so the other day on the radio and, 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 um, uh, uh, so-and-so was on the, on, on the call with him and, and she was great. She was really, really good. She, you know, and like, so. That's so cute. She, she loves, she yeah. loves it. And the other one is Marianne on Netflix. Now, I'm a massive horror fan. Um, oh. and. Marianne is a French um, uh, horror series that's been dubbed in English and it is possibly the best horror series I've seen ever. Ooh. Terrifying. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. It's set in the south of France, the Atlantic coast. Um, and usually there's a thirst trap when I'm involved in a series like that. There isn't in this one. It's just yeah. a great story. Um, so this one is great. It's really, really good. Um, like I would give it ten out of five. Like it's so good. It is like really. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, but I, I can't watch scary things. I, I I have nightmares too. Yeah, it's it's well. <laughs> don't watch this because it's terrifying. It's te- utterly terrifying. Well, speaking of which, we're going to come. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back because. As Matthew and I could talk forever, and we know that not not everyone has forever to listen to us tonight. (laughs) So, look, guys, we'll be back in one second. Hang tight, and we're going to wrap this up with our top two, um, I I guess, most positive things that we can take out of lockdown 2.0. So, thanks, guys. Stay hanging and we'll stay hanging. Was that hang in there and stay tuned? Stay hanging. Tune in there and stay hanging. We're going to have to work on this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Final section of um, the Single Mother's Guide to the galaxy for this particular podcast tonight with my main man Matthew Ferguson um, hey hey, hey so we're like the dynamic duo and um, the last thing we're going to talk about is um, you know we're here in Sydney we've been in lockdown since the 26th of June 2021 um, yeah it's been a long time and and I think you know what it, it's one of these things lockdown you know, some sometimes there's peaks, there's troughs, there's all sorts of things that, you know, happen, you know, there's confusion. Um, but I think, you know, here in Sydney, you know, we're, we're in around, I must be about week nine or something. Oh, um, God, who knows? Yeah, I know, every day. <laughs> Imagine if you were that person that bought, you know, like your underpants. This is where that would come in handy, where yeah. you've got the days of the week on your underpants. That's right. It's September-ary. <laughs> This would come in handy. But what we thought we'd do is let's just cap this off and just talk about, I don't know, two positive experiences that we found in lockdown um, so far. So you go, Mr. Ferguson. Right. Um, well, the first one, which I, I did mention to you and shocked you, and has actually shocked a lot of people, is Lego. Um, I love Lego. 
and have always loved Lego and I've just got back into Lego hardcore and like I'm not talking you know buying the little tiny little pieces like I'm buying the roller coaster that's $500 and you know it actually works dear god dear god I'm in heaven it's amazing <laughs> um I've got an uh um what have I got um, a, a haunted house if you've seen stranger things I've got the house from Stranger Things that even goes into the upside down, so you turn it over. Um, I've got a, um, a, a whole whole stack of stuff. It's really exciting. So that's been delightful for me. So as somebody with a mental health issue, it's really calming and really wonderful for me. Like I love it. There's so I, I could do an entire podcast on just Lego. The other is my mum and my family. You know. Um, yeah. I, I spent a bit of time with mum, but then it became clear that we needed to go back. I needed to come back to New. So mum lives out near Para. I'm in Newtown um, for Sydney siders. You know where that is. Um, and you know, just being able to spend time with my mum, and you know, uh, with excuse me, sorry, with uh, my family via Zoom and stuff. My my little niece Jasper in Perth, my sister, um, and my grandmother via Zoom. It's just been lovely being able to just have them supporting um, me, um, especially because I, you know, as I said, I, I've really struggled personally with with lockdown. It's been really hard. Like as, as someone with depression and anxiety and PTSD, it's, it you know, th the loneliness is really hard. And um, it um, uh, having people in your life that can be there for you and, and understand your situation has just been like the silver lining and has just been delightful. So, you know, and friends like you, Mel, reaching out and saying hi and, and you know, and, you know, we've got yeah. lots of common friends who I know you'll know who I'm talking about reaching out as well. Yes, yes, um, good, good, you good. You know, um, I think that's been the one delightful thing is that, you know, your, your heart sings when your friends and your family okay. um, not just understand but then come to comfort. So yeah. I think that's been a really wonderful thing for me for Lockdown 2.0. Um, also, surviving lockdown to point of uh, point one point it's it's just getting to know what you need to do to get through. That's perfect, you know, and and, and you're right because I actually put family um, as one of mine as well. Like I, I've just kind of found, you know, you're not physically with people, but sometimes just like what we're doing. So we're actually recording this on yeah. our phones while we're looking at each other face on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> technologically advanced over here. Super oh. techno. It's like not yeah. even funny, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing this. We can see each other and we're just sort of chatting away. And, and I think, yeah, family, friends for me is, is hugely important, yeah. you know. It, it's like, it, well, for me, it's just kind of like, because I'm a very social person as you are too. Yeah. And, and so it's just being able to see people's faces and talk. Like I think it was the other day, the other week, I did seven hours of um, across seven hours, I did four Zoom calls, and do you know I changed my outfit every call? Of course you did, and I'd be I, disappointed if you didn't. <laughs> I was like, I got the big shoulder pads out good, for good, one good. call, you know, and I just and I just kind of thought, you know what? I've lost a bit of weight in lockdown. Like I think I'm up to six kilos now, almost seven. You're looking and great. Thank you. And I can get into my clothes again. I'm not going I'm to not... be very discreet, but just going to say the decolletage is still uh, as impressive <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good beer, bitch. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> moving right along as I seek through the cracks of my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, because you know you're not allowed out of like 5K range yeah. of, you know, and whatnot around the LJ. Well, with my kids, they're nine and 10 and their dad lives, you know, a fair few Ks from me. And I must say the fact that that clause that you can still like with parental yeah. arrangements, um, because there's a number of reasons and I'll be brutally honest here. So number one, the kids love their dad. Of course, yeah. And they love seeing him and he loves seeing them. So that's yeah. a bonus. Number two is he's picked up two days of homeschooling so I can work. Boom. <laughs> I feel for the homeschoolers. Oh, gee, it's bloody hell. I think I spoke with the teacher today and just said, you know, you guys give my kids 15 minutes a day of Zoom and that's it and the rest is up to me while I'm trying to hold down the fort. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, like I, I like video conferences, I, I now sit here in my kitchen. I actually have a beautiful office in my oh, room. stunning your office. Isn't yeah. It, isn't it right? But I have to sit here because my nine-year-old tried to moon my branch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how many people I've told that story to? <laughs> and everyone has just literally wet themselves going that's the oh, story of lockdown it was like so now I have to sit behind my kitchen bed so it's like there's got to be something behind me yeah. to block anything out I have had shoes fly behind my head during a meeting and I've just tried to I act like it. Nothing flew over my head. Shoot, I think it was a slipper or something. Um, so yeah, with that, I, I kind of like I'm grateful for those two days because you know it's just being able to work because I've got to stay employed. I've got to keep the house running. Um, but then, so- from his perspective as well, it's really it's a good chance for him to understand his kids' education, to understand yeah. to, to connect with his kids on on um, that schooling level, that learning level. Because you know he he he, he needs he needs to know that. And, you know, he's, he needs to pull his finger out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, and the other thing is, I think... That can be edited out. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know how to edit, so it's in. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the other thing that I would actually say, that, you know, you have to think from his perspective, if he couldn't see his kids oh, yeah, that's for awful. that amount of time, you know, that that's what will affect his mental health, like being yeah, on his own. You know, so it kind of, I guess, you know, in that way, it's great. But also, the piece that is his <laughs> I get the house to myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Look. sorry. But people, when you've got two kids, and I'll tell you, this is what happens here. I literally, the other day, I bought Space Jam for $30 to get, but I, I thought, I'll just get, I need some peace. So I bought it for $30. Well, that's a, that's a smart purchase. Yep. But then I snuck off to my room, like thinking, oh, peace at last. So I sat down and was enjoying it. Within three minutes, two people walk in my room, sit on my bed and go, hey, what are we going to chat about? I'm like, I just bought you space jam. I just bought you space jam. That is what you're going to chat about in the other room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's really hard. So for me, I would say, thank God that, um, you know, the government haven't been no, too bad. You're the primary carer. They're not leaving your house. Like, I think that's that's the glue that's kept my family together. I would yeah. honestly say is getting that break and then being able to go. Um, but I don't know. I think I think tonight we've done awesomely yeah, um, with so this too. podcast. Yeah. You know, um, and by the way, everyone, Matthew is going to be coming back here and there. He's going to grace us with his presence on future podcasts. That's so going to be very exciting. Until the complaints come rolling in. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, now this scares me a little bit. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, because Matthew's always beautiful. Like you're always beautiful. You're always perfect to talk to. We always have so much fun. So you know, we always have an opinion. Complain. You know, no one's going to complain no. ever. No, is this us reassuring ourselves or hoping? For- I, look, I think it is. Yeah, I think it yeah, is, and that's like, fine. You know, everyone needs a bit of reassurance. <laughs> See, I'm into affirmations at the moment. No one's going to complain. <laughs> No one's going to complain. <laughs> well, on that note, look, guys, thank you. And Matthew, thank you for joining us. You're always Thanks a pleasure to have on the show. Nice. Always an absolute pleasure. And everyone else, we'll be back in two weeks for yet another podcast. And thanks for joining in. Bye, guys.